Okay. So tonight I am going to be talking about um walking in your purpose. So when I was uh I was like, okay, I <laughs> What is it that you want me to talk about? Um, so I went before him. And he had gave me, um, he had told me, I want you to, to give the people a couple principles about walking in their purpose. And I'm like, were you sure? <laughs> because um, those who know me know uh, it took me years to actually accept the purpose that God had for me. Um, I'm like, you sure you want me to teach on that? And he was like, yeah. He said, well, why would I want you to teach on it? Because you, you're important. Your actions is what I don't want the people to do. I said, oh, okay, Lord. <laughs> and he was like, I don't want them to be um, stuck in a place for years and not uh, be doing anything but just coming to church and just going through the motions. And I said, okay, I respect that because that's exactly what I did. Um, so I'm going to just talk about um, being able to walk in your, your purpose and find out what your purpose is. Um, I, I came, when I came here, I came with no church background. Uh, I didn't grow up in a church. We had no religious background. Um, I kind of, in my adult life, I church hopped a lot. Because I knew, always knew God. I knew there was a God. I knew I loved God. Um, and I always just, like I said, church hop, trying to find a church to where um, I felt comfortable or I, I felt his spirit. Uh, so I, like I said, I church talked a lot. I came, I was invited here. I came here. I came here for about a month or so. And I'm like, man, all right, I feel God's presence here. So, um, I joined and then fast forward, pastor didn't talk about it, not but he touched on it a couple of times about um, walking in your purpose and how he knew he was supposed to be a pastor. So I um, I remember and pastor talk about somebody, he was talking about how uh, it was somebody in church that he's asked a thousand questions. He's wanted to leave and we'd be holding him at the church. And we, it was me and my best friend, we asked him a thousand and one questions because we didn't know. We didn't know about church. We, we was trying to learn. We was like, we had a zeal. So I asked him, I was like, how did you know you're supposed to be a pastor? And he had said, well, I knew because whatever I was good at, and how he said it was, whatever you're good at in the natural is whether you'll be good in the spiritual. So I just sat there and like, I pondered on that for a bit. And I was embarrassed to say, well, I'm not good at anything in the natural. So what is it that I will be good for and, you know, spiritually? So I didn't, um, I didn't say anything. I just kind of like, just kept thinking about it. Like, man, well, what would I be good at? And so when I, you know, was talking, I asked God, you know, where he brought his back up. And I'm like, well, God, you know, I struggled with that for years because I kept saying, like, I wasn't good at anything in the natural. So what would I be good for um, in church spiritually? And I'm like, and he said, this is why I need them to be taught. He said, I'm like, when I came in, I came in broken. I was depressed. I had low self-esteem. So when you have somebody like that, you can't say, well, what was you good at in the natural? Because they, you, 
basically you weren't good at nothing because I didn't think nothing of myself. I didn't think highly of myself. So I didn't, um, so it would be too hard for you just to tell a person, oh, whatever you're good at in the natural, because for someone like me, like I said, if you didn't have, um, that upbringing in church or you just didn't think highly of yourself, you can't just, um, Expect them to know. And not to say that Pastor did, but he was just like, well, whatever you was good at, um, is you know, what you'll be good at in church. So I um uh, was like, okay. And I kind of just tried to do everything. Um I remember and that this goes to and I'm gonna go to this scripture to Jeremiah twenty nine and eleven and three. And it said, for I know the plan that I have for you, declares the Lord. Plans to prosper you and not to harm you. Plans to give you a hope and future. Then you will call on me and come and pray to me and I will listen to you. You will seek me and find me when you seek me with all your heart. So he was like, that's the first principle. You got to first come to me and ask me. What's your work? It's not for pastor can't tell you your purpose. You can't decide what your purpose is. You was like, I'm the only person that could tell you what your purpose is. You supposed to. So that was like the first principle game. He was like, they need to come to me, come before me, and pray, and ask me their purpose, and I'll show them because I have a purpose for everyone. And I remember. Um, I did. I didn't do that. I just. I wanted to do my own thing. Uh, I'm like, oh, well, I want to be an usher. I want to be an usher board. So, pastor would laugh at us because when I first started, we would wear um, white shirts, black skirt, long vests, black skirt. Excuse me, white shirt, and we had the usher pant, and we'd be out there and we usher. And that's why it looked like old lady. Me and my best friend. I'm like. Just so proud because I'm like, I'm on the usher board. I'm greeting people and I'm sit, you know, having them sit. And then I did that for a little bit. And I'm like, I don't think I like that either. So I stopped doing that. And then I went, I um, was in the choir. I sang in the choir for a while. Uh, then I went from the choir to the praise team. I sang on the praise team. Uh, then I was like, I don't think I want to do that either. And I start doing, um, I, I start. I think I was on the. Um, excuse me. I was like, oh, well, I'm gonna just help the kids with children's church, and then I was like, you know, yeah, that's cool. I definitely knew that children's church was not for me because I'm like, eh, I ain't a little strict, and I'm like, they gonna be put me out of church because I'm like, so I can't do that. But I basically and God was showing me, I was basically running like. In the wilderness, just running around here for years and years, not knowing my purpose, not knowing what I'm supposed to be doing. And in the meantime, we just run around doing nothing. I started losing my zeal because I was not fitting in at any of these places because that was not my purpose. Um, when you try to do your own thing, nothing is going to be right. Nothing is going to line up because you're not lining up with what God wants you to do. Um, so I knew then, like, man, I have to figure out what I'm supposed to be doing. Everybody around me is walking and they're calling or uh, walking in a purpose and they're happy. And I'm just basically just here. I'm just coming. Um, 
phone and he gave me scripture. Believe this. James 1 and 5. If any of you lack wisdom, you should ask God who gives generously to all without finding fault, and it will be given to you. I liked wisdom. I had no wisdom because um, I didn't go before God. I'm very absent people around me. What do you think I should do? Like, um, ah, I want to be on this board. I want to be on that board because I want to be, I just want to be a part of something. Um, and I did not go before God. It wasn't until years later, I'm like, okay, God, what am I supposed to be doing? And even with that man said, he, he showed me, um, to intercede. And I'm like, well, that's not what I wanted. And <laughs> even though I wanted, I asked him and he gave me the wisdom. He told me what he wanted me to do. I'm like, but that's not what I wanted to do. So then here we go. I don't waste two more years because I want to do, I don't want to be an intercessor. I don't want to give a word. I want to be in the back. I want to be you doing something behind the scenes. And God was telling me, uh, when he showed me this, he was like, and that's the problem. People want to be where they feel comfortable, where they either could be seen or not be seen instead of being where I need them to be. Instead of being where they come to me and act, and that was the second principle to listen, to listen. James 1, 19 to uh, 25. My dear brothers and sisters, take note to this. Everyone should be quick to listen. Slow to speak and slow to become angry because human anger does not produce the righteousness that, does, that God desires. Therefore, get rid of all moral filth and evil and the evil that is so prevalent and humble accept the word invented in you, which you can't say, which can't save you. Do not merely listen to the word and so deceive yourself. Do what it says. Anyone who listens to the word does not but does not do what it says. It's like someone who looks it in the face, look at his face in a mirror, and after looking at himself, goes away and immediately forgets what he looks like. But whoever looks intently into the perfect law that gives freedom and continues in it, not forgetting what they have heard, but doing it, they will be blessed in what they do. So he's, and that's listening and doing what God says. James. That is James 1, 19 through 25. Yes, 25. You want me to reread it? No, but, okay. Um, yes, James 19 to 25. And that's basically, not only are you supposed to go to God and ask him, but you're supposed to wait and listen. A lot of times in my, I'm going guilty of it. I go to God, I ask him for something, but then I'm like, okay, it's been two days. What were you at, God? Like, I need you. Like, okay, you didn't answer. Oh, now I have to go ahead and do it on my own. When I didn't even give him a, you know, even though God goes do stuff on his own time. So I didn't even sit and wait long enough for God to tell me what my purpose was or what he wanted me to do. I just up and all to do this. And I'm going to do that. And I'll basically, like he, it said here, I was not allowing, uh, I was not listening, and so I was deceiving myself. I was like, oh, I'm going to just, you know, be on choir and I'm going to sing because this is, I'm, I'm giving God 
glory and honor and uh, I could just intercede for people up there when that's not where God wanted me to be at. He wanted me to intercede where he told me to intercede and go and pray with the people, but I didn't want to do that. I was scared. I was fearful because, again, I'm coming in with um, low self-esteem. I'm coming in with, um, like I said, I was depressed. I was just at my lowest um, coming into church, so I didn't have nobody to help build me up to get to the point where I felt confident enough to be able to walk in um, with the purpose that God gave me. Um, so I'm trying to do everything other than what he wanted me to do. And it was not working in my favor. Um, was I blessing? Yeah, I still was blessing because I was just singing, but I was singing with everybody else. So it's not like it was just me. Um, the usher, was that cool for me to be a reader and the usher here because I'm trying to do something? But was I fulfilling my purpose? No. Was I losing my zeal? Yes, because I was out walking, you know, calling that God wanted me to walk in. So it's easy for the enemy to come in and knock me off. Um, I, you know, knock me off what I was supposed to be doing, what I felt like I was supposed to be doing, where I would get frustrated. Oh, well, they're not listening. They're not doing this. Um, they keep stopping. And I don't want to sing no more because they're not going. You know, they keep stopping every three, four words. And I'm getting frustrated. no. God is allowing me to be um, agitated because I'm in a place where I'm, I don't fit in. I'm in a place where I'm not supposed to be uh, because I, again, I choosing my purpose as the supposed to go to God and asking him, what is my purpose? Um, and it says, I just want to go back to this because when I read this, I was like, wow, like I just really, um, Show me revelation in it where it said, uh, therefore get rid of all more filth and the evil that are so prevalent and humble. Accept the word planted in you, which can save you. Accept the word that is planted in you, which can save you. If I would have four, five, six years ago accepted the word that multiple people told me you're an anesthetist, you're both a gift and you're a prophet. Which I can't even still say the word, you know, are you supposed to do this and pray with the people or go up there and pray? If I would have accepted that five, six years ago, I would have, I, man, I would have went through so many things that I went through um, spiritually uh, because I kept hindering myself because I wanted to do what I wanted to do. I didn't want to be held accountable. I didn't want to be held accountable to anything in church. So I'm like, well, God, if I just um, be on the usher, all I got to do is seat people. If I just uh, be singing in a choir, I'm singing with, if I don't show up, it's okay because they got four other tenors in the choir. I didn't want to be held accountable to anything. I wanted to come and go as I wanted to. And, um, it was not working in my favor by no means. Um, so that was the first was to go before God and ask God, what is your purpose? Second is to actually wait and listen for God to respond. Because he's always going to respond. He's always going to show you if we just are the ones that if it's not what we want or lining up to what we think we, where we're supposed to be at, we just overlook what he says or what he says somebody our way to tell us or what um, he has shown us. Because there's been many of times I've been here on Tuesday night prayer when we had prayer on Tuesday. And he showed me, get up, pray with this person. Get up, don't tell this person this. And I'm like, mm-hmm, I'm going to write it down. I'm going to give it to the pastor. And I'm going to let the pastor give it to them. Or even on Sundays, 
you know, he would give you something. I'm like, mm, nope, I'm gonna write this down or I'm gonna text it to Pastor. I'm like, Pastor, you can do it. But, and then I get frustrated with Pastor because I'm like, he didn't say like how God told him or, and I had to, and God is like, well, I didn't tell him. I told you. So now you're responsible for a person not receiving what they were supposed to receive because you didn't want to give up, give up and feel uncomfortable and go meet the person the word that I told you. And so it started to make me feel, um, I started feeling convicted. Um, then that's when I actually start moving and start giving a person a word. But initially, the first couple of years, I'm like, oh, we need to pastor. But um, I was not. And that is just as bad as, uh, and how he told me, he was like, well, you might as well be in streets, you know, what you, you sit here, I'm giving you something, you're not doing it, like, you know better than the part, you know, a sitter out on the street because you're still not being obedient. You're still not doing what I'm telling you to do. You, you're allowing somebody who is broken that came into the church to leave out the same way they came because you're not giving the word that I gave you to give to them because you're scared or you feel, feel excuse me. So, he starts, I start feeling convicted and um, I'm like, okay, Lord. And the one thing, side note, what came my mind <laughs> is if he, you know, tells you to do something and you don't do it, like he will, it's been times where he told me to give somebody word, he told me to go do something and touch somebody or to do pray with somebody and I did not do it, like, I'm not gonna do it, I just can't. Like I was just frozen, couldn't move. And I saw somebody else go and tell them, and I'm like, well, good. But it wasn't good because it was him. He was showing me, I'll replace you. I will replace you. If you don't move when I tell you to move, I will replace you with somebody who's going to listen. And and I was just like, wow. Like, I was excited that they got the word, but at the same time, he checked me like, I, my word's going to go forth. And I know pastors say it all the time, like, his word cannot be void. So if I, if he, if something is spoken, that person has to get it. He don't care who he's going to use. So again, if he gave me a word and I didn't give it, he's going to give it to somebody else because that person have to have that word. But it made me feel so low because I'm like, and he's like, and not that I, and I don't want to say like, oh, I don't want to be replaced, but I don't want God to not acknowledge me as someone who wants to do his will. Like I went through a lot when I first came to church. I went through a lot. Um, I saw a lot, I went through a lot. So for me to go through that and just not do anything with, with it, it made me feel like just, just super sad. Cause I'm like, okay, yeah, I'm, I'm gonna start listening. I'm gonna start listening. I'm gonna start moving when you tell me to move. Um, I went through all this and, and did all, you know, all of this praying and all of this fasting and all of this, um, being um committed to you just to basically do nothing because that's what I was doing. So um I just wanted to share that with you <laughs> God placed on my heart to um to say that. And because I oh and then far as like going back to what I was saying with knowing your purpose, I know um Pastor would talk about how uh he knew he was supposed to be 
uh, preacher because when he was in the street, he could ca- captivate people. You know, they, he could be talking and everybody just want to sit and just listen to him. He could get anybody to do anything. And uh, how he was loyal to um, whatever he was doing, whether good or bad, he was loyal to a person. So that's how he knew, you know, he would be uh, a pa- you know, pastor because he could get people attention. He knew he could that uh, God could use him because he was he would be lo- loyal and committed to him. Uh, so I always sat and I would think about that. And as I uh, time went on at church and I start being more uh, confident and I start that um, low self esteem and all of that that I came in here would start freaking up off me. I was able to actually sit and be like, okay, what am I good at? Um, and I'm like, I still, like, I don't, I'm not really good at nothing. Like, I'm a primate. Um, uh, and, like, if I get mad, I, I instantly go cry. And if I get mad, like, I go from one to a hundred. So you're not going to calm me down, you know, in church. But I'm like, I'm ready to fight. So I'm like, what, how can that be good? And then I am loyal and committed and I'm overprotective over people that I love. I'm like, how would all of that be connected to spiritually? And God showed me, he was like, that is exactly what I want. He said, you are a crybaby because I, and because you're a crybaby, that makes you sensitive to people, spirit, sensitive to people um, that's hurting, that's depressed, that's sad. It makes you sensitive to where you feel it all up and you can't allow them to leave like that. You have to do something because you know how it feel. You can feel like I can physically feel um, somebody's pain. And I remember being uh, a child and then I used to get on my sister then the nerves and I'm like, you okay? Like, what's wrong? I know something wrong. I'm like, just leave me alone. And they'd be crying. I'm like, no, it's something wrong. Like, how can I make you feel better? And so... As for like he showed me like that's why I can use you because you don't want to see a person leave the same way they that they came. So you're so sensitive and such a crybaby that I could place this on you for a person. You could feel when they walk past you and you have to give them that word. And he said, as far as you know, going from one to a hundred, and he read he's like, I need that, I need that fight. I need that fight in the spirit room. I need that fight um, to fight against the enemy. When somebody is going through or and being attacked, I can send you spiritual warfare and you're going to fight and win that fight. And I'm like, oh, okay, this start making me feel better. Like, oh, okay, I, so I do have, you know, these things that happen and why I'm like, I don't know why I'm always crying or why this. It, it made sense to me now. And so I was like, okay, so then it started helping me uh, realize what my purpose was. Um, and then even like the whole loyalty, loyalty thing and being overprotective. Um, he's like, you're over, I, I can use that too. He said, because I know that regardless of anything, I know I said this on uh, other occasion that where I, um, uh, been upset with pastor, upset with God, like you, you know, was waiting and, and waiting on him to move and did, you know, I felt like I did everything that uh, God asked me to do and all I asked for one thing in a certain situation and he didn't show up. Uh, and, and I kept saying, oh, I've done it, like, I'm not coming back to church, but I kept, like, kept coming and he kept 
placing it on my heart and I kept I, like I did how because I was so loyal committed to him. I would not allow enemy to just trick me enough to uh, just be like, okay, I'm wash my hands with church. I'm church hurt and I'm gonna just be out here and doing whatever. I'm like, just give it one more chance. I'm gonna go. And I'm like, when I get here, I'm like, it's like, okay, I feel this presence, but like, I can't, no way I can be mad. Like, I got it so good and done so much. And just to feel his presence in here, I'm like, I just, I have to do what he tell me. And because I used to always like, why are you still using me? Like, I'm mad at you, God. Why are you using me to give? And it was always sick. It was all, every time I came in uh, and I called myself being mad at God, uh, he always would give me a word for Sister Sydney. And I'm like, how are you going? I'm bad, God. Like, I don't even know about your word. Like, how do I want to listen to you? But, um, he would tell me something, but I would, the, the love that I have for him and just want to be just the commitment I had to him and want to do right by God. I'm like, all right, God. But after this, I, I'm a little late to be in that, but I will give Sydney a word. And I'm like, Sydney, and she just was like, it was something that she needed. I'm like, man, God really, really love you, Sydney, um, because. I'm, I'm mad at him, and he still will make me give you a word. And she's laugh like, the, you know, like, well, what you know about you mad at him? I'm like, I'm mad at him. Like, I need him to do this, this, and this, and he ain't show up. But I could not let you be, um, go through what she was going through or whatever request or she was asking God. I'm like, I had to give you the answer because God placed it on me and was so heavy. Like, he just really loved you because he still views me. And again, I'm still looking at how much he loved other people uh, that not even looking at it as, well, he loved me too. Like, I'm worthy enough too. Uh, that's why he's using me. I'm just looking at it as, oh, dang, he really loved them. Like, He'll use me even though I'm mad, but that was my purpose was to give a person a word and a seat on a person for a person. Um, but again, I, I I find myself being upset with him or whatever I call myself doing because I I was refusing to walk in my purpose. I wanted to do my own thing. I wanted to be uh to to be where I wanted to be. I didn't want to be an ancestor again. I didn't want to be a senior person or somebody word. I wanted to be uh, somewhere in the back doing something else and it was not lining up with what God wants. So everything was just coming up against me because he's like, you're on a, you're either going to walk in your apartment here or you could try and do your own thing, but it's not going to be successful. So, I have another scripture that's to back that up where um, if you do God's will, everything you do will be, uh, everything that he tells you to do will be successful. Um, and if you ask God for um, your purpose, so if you ask God for your purpose, I have to find another scripture, but Psalms 57 and 2, I cry out to God, the Most High, to God who will fulfill his purpose for me. So that's another scripture that tell you once you go to God and ask God your purpose, he's going to show you because he has a purpose for you. Everybody, you know, once you give your, I, and this is just my opinion, this little tidbit right here. 
everybody have a purpose. Uh, whether you give your life to God or not, whether somebody is walking uh, for Christ or not, they still have a purpose. They're just choosing not to walk in that purpose and do what they want to do. But everybody um, that is here has a purpose and we just need to go before God to ask God for our purpose of what we're supposed to be doing so that we can align with what God wants. And I'll do it. And with that being said, everybody that came walking those doors that asked God when we, uh, what is their purpose in God? What is they, what should they be doing? If everybody was to do that, we'll be, the church would be full. If we wouldn't even be able to, we wouldn't be able to even have church inside the building anymore because everybody of being doing their purpose, walking in their calling, and that would be to save, like how pastor always getting on us about telling somebody, you know, say, go and tell the lost, not just being in church. So if everybody was to walk in in purpose and of course, our purpose is always going to be one of the things is to be to glorify God. Then we would be out there getting the lost state. We then we coming in droves because everybody that's here that been coming on Sundays and everybody went and fulfilled their purpose and told one or two people about God. Man, the we like like I said, we would be able to fit in in the building, but. So everybody has a purpose, but everybody's not willing to walk in a purpose. Uh, and he also showed me too. Um, he was like, people, and some people aren't willing to walk in a purpose until they see somebody else walking in theirs, and then they're like, oh, I'm like, that's what I want to do. And then now they try to walk in somebody else's purpose and somebody else calling, and that's not even for them. And but because it looks easy and good to them, then that's what they want to do. And I could just be for myself. Um, it wasn't easy. Like my first couple of years was not easy in church. I want to say my first five years. So then when people see me now, give a word, even now, it's hard for me to, like, I really don't want to. I, you know, I'm really fearful to just get up and give a word. Um, but God took me down and threw me there. Don't first couple years, I felt like, um, looking back, like, I, like, I literally let them drag, the enemy drag me from, what is it? Side road all the way to the other side. Like I went through so much um gym in my first couple years I'm like back always bad or fucked just about like oh I was gonna use so put me out because he didn't understand what was going on. And I didn't understand him again. I'm not coming from an old spiritual background. Uh well, I grew up my mom was an atheist. She said it was no God. So I'm not knowing what's going on. But I know I come in, I came, I got saved, the whole, I feel like my first four months, um, everything was good. After that, everything went, I got, got divorced, I was going through the divorce. Uh, I, my niece was there with me, he had no problems with her. Uh, man, I, at work, I was off work. I found somebody hanging. So that I was going through mentally, I was going through some things. 
uh, it was it was just like I said, my first couple years it was it was bad. It was really like I mentally was not. I, it was it was a bad do for me, and um, and I'm like, well, man, I could have just stayed in the street because I ain't had this many problems with before I got saved. Like, what is going on? Like, I, I thought once you got saved, everything was supposed to go, you know, everything supposed to be smooth sailing, but it wasn't. And um, looking back now, I'm like, okay, uh, you know, I made it through. I made it through. I'm so thankful and waiting for him. First lady and pastor, I really, I made it through. We made my kids. My daughter was in eleventh uh, grade, I think. So I didn't have problems with her, but financially, I had problems because again, one the divorce, so um, it was a lot going on. Uh, and then with for church to be going, you know, having these issues with church, it was just like. Man, so I was really struggling, and at the same time, I'm trying to uh, find my purpose. And it was just, and I'm like, this can't like I had you telling me to see. I need somebody to see. No, I have like I'm, I'm going through two and pastor and first lady. Like they didn't understand what was going on, so it got to a point where I'm like, I'm not even telling them no more because I'm like, they don't understand. So. Part, and I'm and and I say that part of it to go here. Um, God also showed me that was part of my purpose for me to go through all of that uh, that I went through uh, for the people now that's coming in that is going to be going through something similar or have went through that. I'm there to be able to, oh, I'm going to do that. I don't know how to get through this. Like, I'm there to answer any questions, not all questions, but some questions about certain things because I'm like, oh, I I felt that way. Well, that's because of this. Oh, you need to do this. Or God's trying to show you this. Or all that heaviness in your stomach. Or this and that. And so God showed me all of that was part of your purpose. I just prolonged it because, again, I wanted to do what I wanted to do. I wanted to be on the usher board. I wanted to be in a choir. I wanted to be um, <laughs> I wanted to be on a praise team. I wanted to to try being with the kids. Like I wanted to do all these things because I'm like, uh, no, I don't want to be in this. Nope. I don't want to. I don't even want to. At, at the time, honestly, I didn't even want to pray. I couldn't even pray for an hour. I'm like, how? I don't think intercessor is my thing, Lord, because I'm coming in on Tuesdays and I'm literally out playing, playing 10, 15 minutes tops. And I'm just sitting there, just kind of just looking around. And I'm like, everybody's praying. I'm like, so then when I to get up, I pulled by me like I had to pray all the time. But really, I wasn't, I was like praying 10, 15 minutes at first, starting out. Um, and then I, like, I, I was inconsistent with it because I'm like, um, like I said, you know, 74, just watch him and hearing him call out people's names and, you know, and I'm just seeing him on Sunday and people asking him, be like, pray for me, and then just come on Tuesday and he calling them saying people's names out. I'm like, I, I want to be like that when somebody asks me to pray. I want people to know that. And you ask me to pray, I'm praying for you because I know it's been time where I ask people to pray and they pray. What's a pray for me? Because I 
still going through a and this was even before church. This is um before I start coming to YCC. Like I said, I church hopped a lot um in my adult life trying to find a church. But I um so I ran a long time from one from interceding for people or even giving a personal word. But um so God was just showing me and telling me to make sure this is what I talked about tonight to stop somebody else or to help somebody else from going down the same road that I went down, prolonging your uh, purpose and your walk to do what you want to do as opposed to going to God and asking God, what is what is it that he would have for you? Um, and he also showed me too, um, that's what's wrong with some churches. Uh, that man placed people in certain uh, positions uh, because they may look the part or, um, you know, they grew up in church, so they, they know church lingo, um, but their heart is not there and that we need to go to God more often before we make any decisions um, and... He'll show us, he'll guide us, and he'll give us our purpose. Uh, and then I have one more scripture. Uh, 57 and 2, I cry out to God, Mon High, to God who will fulfill his purpose for me. Yep. It's the, and I'm sorry, I didn't say, but all these I read was um, in the New Living Translation. Translation, excuse me, translation. Um, Proverbs 19 and 21. Many are the plans in a person's heart, but it is the Lord's purpose that prevails. And that was what he said is with a personal scripture for myself. Uh, in my heart, I felt like it was so much that I wanted to do. I just wanted to be part of something. That was my main goal. I just wanted to be a part of something. I just wanted to be, I felt if whatever I was, whether it's the praise team, the choir, the usher board, I just wanted to be a part of a group, be a part of something because I felt out of place. And even going doing those things, I still felt out of place until I walked in the purpose that God gave me. So I just wanted to leave y'all with that because that's what God gave me. Uh, 